Monica and Danae. We are wellness and lifestyle bloggers who never want you to have to say, oh well, when it comes to your health. Giving simple wellness tips for the everyday girl. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Oh Well Podcast. I'm Monica, and I'm here with my bride boss co-host, Danae. Hey. Hey. Welcome, everyone, to our Wedding Wellness Month, week two. Woohoo! Me too. If you didn't get to take a listen to last week's episode and need to know how to plan a budget for your wedding, well, go take a listen to last week's episode. (laughs) As you know, the reason we wanted to do a whole month on weddings is because we understand what an incredibly stressful time it is and how it affects your overall wellness. Mm -hmm. We want to make that easier for you. So today we were talking about how to create a wedding timeline. When do you do what? And all that wonderful jazz. All the jazz, you guys. All the jazz. And I love that you said bride boss. We should yes. take a real quick moment and honor our old Instagram page, bride boss. <laughs> so pretty. You can still go check that out. You can still <laughs> check it out. We have not updated that because nope. we're no longer actual wedding planners. We just know a lot about it. Yes. Um, but we had a really fun Instagram. So yes, I still feel like I am a bit of a bride boss. <laughs> Yes, me too. I'm always um, a bride boss. <laughs> second of all, for I just want to like apologize. We have to have all of our windows open here at my house. It's about 8,000 degrees here in California right now, which so might sound hot. okay, except um, a lot of the homes out here in the Bay Area don't have air condition. Some of the newer ones do. Mine does not. And so it's just as hot inside as it is outside. So that's what we have to deal with. So you might hear my wind chime. I'm sorry. Hopefully no one comes to mow a lawn. Just wanted to preface it with that. (laughs) But anyway, as Monica said, yes, we are going to talk to you today about a wedding planning timeline. And this is really important. You know, this is something that helps keep you on track so you don't feel frazzled during the whole planning process, right? If you know what the next step is going to be, where you need to start, you are going to feel so much more calm, so much more excited, and you'll be able to keep yourself on track. And we want to help you do that. So definitely go and listen to our budget. That is where we feel so like important. you need to yeah. start. You know, you need to know how much you're going to be spending on everything, and then you can start your timeline. Yes. So what, how we're going to start our talk today is we're going to pretend like you have 12 months to plan your wedding. Yeah. And because the majority of people do take about a year to plan their wedding, you don't have to do that. Some do six months. I did three months. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um you just will have to condense this timeline a bit, right? Everything right. that you do in 12 months, you have half the time to do it. So you just kind of have to squeeze it in there. But this is a 12-month timeline, and this is where we think you need to start. So 12 months before, you definitely want to book a venue. And we say that because there's so many popular venues out there. They book a Absolutely. year in advance. Some book further in advance than that. Do you remember the movie Bread Wars? Oh, yes. <laughs> and what was it? What hotel was it where they, everybody wanted? And it was like... The Four Seasons. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding date came available because, you know, they they planned it six years ago, right? Yeah. They're like, we're going we're gonna to have a our wedding on this date in six years. And that was the first available date, right? So that's maybe a little extreme. But in all seriousness... Oh, yes. venues do book out really far in advance. So if yes. you have your eye on something... Especially if you know if it's going to be popular. Especially if you know also if you're going to have a large wedding because large number, large venues that hold large numbers of people are harder to come by and get booked really, really quick. Absolutely. I mean, you want 500 people at your wedding, it's going to be 
a big space, right? Yeah. For ceremony and for reception. So book out your venue that includes a church, if you're going to do a church or a garden or whatever you're doing for the ceremony, um, plus your reception venue. Maybe they are one in the same, which is awesome, but book that out. Another thing that you really need to sit down with your partner if you might have to sit down with your parents too and families is to draft up your guest list you're going to want to know how many people you're inviting and who's really necessary and then you can you can make a huge list and then if you need to start cutting people out you can start cutting yes people out. i always <laughs> say start with the have to be there's you know always start with those people first that is probably going to be your you know immediate family members maybe some of your best friends and then you can kind of go off um, from there but definitely start with the have to be there's and what's really funny is a lot of times that number is pretty big <laughs> yes you know you might be at okay I'm already at 50 people that I just have to have there and um, you know if you have to cut some other people off your list cut people off that you're not as worried about maybe like your parents attorney that you never yeah. met or <laughs> your dentist things like that Another thing that you might want to plan out is an engagement party. Not everybody has one, but this is definitely something, a little pre-wedding party that you can have. The yeah. nice thing about weddings is there's a lot of celebrations all the way up into the big day. And an engagement party can be super low-key. It doesn't have to be anything stressful, but it's just a way for people to come celebrate you, um, get excited for your big day. And that's something you want to plan ahead of time because you you can do it within the month that you get engaged or within a couple months of being engaged yeah. and that is always a lot of fun and then the next thing that i want to just touch on in 12 months before is to register and this is a lot of fun <laughs> those little you know price guns at target or bed bath and beyond just scan um, away yeah and i definitely there are fun registries that are online that you could totally use and um work really well but it is really fun to get that little scanner and just start scanning stuff at Target that you right. like. And so that is, I think that everyone should do that once. It's really fun. So go and register. This way, there might be people who want to start buying gifts in advance or if they want to send them to you. Uh, you can get a link to wherever that registry is and you can put that online or you can email it to people, whatever you want to do. If you have like a wedding website, you can put it on there. And people can... Like I said, either start buying you gifts early or start sending them to your home. It's a really yes. good idea to get started on that. Just a little fun fact there on wedding etiquette. The proper wedding etiquette, which most people don't follow, but proper wedding etiquette is that all gifts should be shipped to your home or your place of residence. They should never actually be brought to the wedding because then obviously you have to take care of the gifts. But yeah. like I said, no one really follows this rule. No, they don't. Except cards with cash and checks. Except cards with cash. Those can come. <laughs> and you should have a box for that. But proper wedding etiquette is that people should be shipping that to you so that's why it's so important to get it on a register and also they have up to i believe it is a year after you get married to mm -hmm. fulfill your register yeah. so just a little fun fact there <laughs> so 10 months before you are going to start thinking about who you want to officiate your ceremony um 
Are you going to go the traditional route in a church with a minister or a priest? Or are you going to pick a friend? You know, nowadays it's very popular just to have someone get licensed online and have a really close friend officiate your wedding. So 10 months before, you're going to think about that. You're going to pick an officiant. Uh, Next is the hard part. You're going to choose the vendors for everything in your wedding. And this is so, so, so important, Mm -hmm. right? Everything from your flowers to your transportation. You know, we already talked about venue, but uh, where are you going to get your cake? Who's going to make your cake? Uh, Where are you going to get your linens? Are you going to have a photo booth? Who's your DJ? All these people. You need to make sure that you have booked 10 months before ahead time. Yeah. I mean, it gives you a little bit of cushion in case one of the vendors drops out because that happens. It happens. Sure does. Happens more than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also just starts to get your little ducks in an order with when you start dealing with dealing with other people, it becomes a mess really quickly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, next is a fun part. You're going to f- select your bridal party. Who do you want to be in your bridal party? Um could be family it could be your friends you can decide you don't want a bridal party that is also perfectly acceptable (laughs) and then you're going to take your engagement photos because you're going to use those a little later on down your timeline for your save the dates but you know you got to plan all that choose a vendor and get them done so yeah yeah and i will say another little tip about choosing vendors Mm -hmm. is Narrow, narrow each category down to, if you have three, to three vendors that you would really like to get pricing from. That yeah. way you don't feel overwhelmed. You don't need to go to every florist in your town if you have 20 florists, which like I do in my town. Yeah. Um, or every bakery. Just find three that you really like and you're really interested in. More than likely, they're going to give you all different price points, maybe a mid, a low, a high price point, and it will just help you feel less less confused or um, conflicted because oh, I don't know who to choose. I don't know what to do. Just just pick three of each category. Or yeah. if you only know one DJ, cool. You know, like that's yeah. great. That's even less for you to worry about. So that's just a little vendor tip for you. Awesome. So we've covered 12 and 10 months before. Now we're going to move on to eight months before. And yeah, eight months before is pretty fun, actually, you guys, because this is when you can order your dress. Start mm. dress shopping. You know, if you're like me, I bought my dress online, had never tried it on, and it fit fine. <laughs> it yes. Perfect. And it was exactly what I wanted. And I got it like three days after I got engaged. I think that's probably one of the first things that girls look at yes. is their wedding dress, right? It's, it's one thing that we all, you know, we want it to be perfect and beautiful. So, but this is a time you can maybe gather some of your friends or your mom together, or if you don't want to do that, that's fine too. But this is a time where you go wedding dress shopping, pick out a dress and order it because sometimes they're special made or you have to have special, definitely we'll have to have special measurements since everyone is different. So it's a good thing to get checked off your list so you're not freaked out too much yes. before your wedding because you haven't found a dress. The next fun thing is cake tasting and ordering a cake. So 10 months mm-hmm. before, you've chosen your vendor. And at that time, you are probably scheduling a date to come and do some cake testing. So that's a great time to do that eight months before. And that way you can taste the flavors that they have, get an idea they can maybe sketch up a sample of what your cake could look like you can take in some photos this is a great time to just have that conversation and get this all solidified yes 
And then another thing that you should think about about eight months before is your hair and makeup trials. Some people do their hair and makeup day of, but it's always fun to be pampered and have somebody do it for you. So it's a great time to find somebody that can come and do you know, a couple different hair trials and a couple different makeup looks so that when, again, you come to your wedding day, you can feel really amazing and you know that you're gonna look really beautiful because you've seen the look, you know what it's gonna be like, and you've gotten it, you've gotten it out of the way because you planned it. Yeah, the very last thing you want to do is not do that, and then have your hair and makeup person come, and you're like, "Oh my God, what did you do to my face?" Right, that's <laughs> um, horrible. It's horrible. So make sure you, and also depending on what vendor you go with, like sometimes in the package, their hair and makeup trial comes with it, right? Um, sometimes not, and I can't stress this enough. Pay for it. Pay yeah. for it, anyways. Um, pay to get your hair and makeup done. See if you like it. It's worth the money in the end, knowing that you're going to look like you. Exactly. If that makes sense. Six months. We're already halfway there, ladies. So if you've got six months before your wedding, here's what you need to do. You need to send those save the date cards. You need to t- let people plan accordingly for your wedding. And you can't do that a month ahead, two months ahead, three months mm-hmm. ahead. You need you need half a year. <laughs> for people to put that on their calendar to make sure they got a babysitter that they got you know ways to get wherever you're gonna go travel all that good stuff and then you can book your honeymoon Ooh, that's so fun you can sit and dream about where you're gonna go after your wedding and you can go ahead and book that and then you've got the ring but you need the wedding bands so you're gonna purchase each other's wedding bands mm. and that's always fun right yeah who doesn't like that then you're gonna have your bridesmaids order their dresses so six months out make sure you know bridesmaids dresses aren't as intricate or you know need as much planning as a wedding gown right. so six months is perfectly okay absolutely yeah. and maybe even when you are looking at dresses it's a great time for you to pick out bridesmaids dresses so you can kind of you know, get a little mm-hmm. more bang for your buck in the time that maybe you're all together. I know a lot of women like to bring their bridesmaids with them to their um, to go look at dresses. So it might be a good time to try to select a few dresses that could work. And yeah, it's great. Okay, now we're four months before the big day. What yeah. else do we need to do? Well, we don't want to forget about the dudes, right? <laughs> it's time to select the groomsmen attire. And this can be anything. This can be that you've decided that you want them to all wear navy blue suits well they all need to be the same navy blue yeah not every navy blue is the same and not every black is the same either and so it's time or if they want to do tuxedos it's a good time to go and get them all rented get them fitted so they are prepared we want our guys looking good next to our girls yeah the next thing is to confirm all of our vendors yes you booked them you paid a deposit It's good to have another call and say, hey, just making sure that we're all so good, everything is fine. And this is a time that maybe a vendor will say, oh, no, I, whatever happened. I booked two people and I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. If that happens, you get your deposit back and you find another vendor. But it still gives you four months to do that, which is wonderful. Because you, yeah. you want that time. Yeah, this is a great time also to reconfirm what it is you spoke with about the vendor in the beginning. So, example, for a florist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I'm just calling to check in, see we're all good, and that we're going to be good with the peonies. You know, and that vendor might be like, oh, you know what? Peonies just haven't grown this year. They're actually not, they will be in season, but I don't know that they're going to be that great looking. Like open. Yeah. So she might say, like, you know, maybe you might want to go, 
anyways, that's what that time is for. So you can talk with that vendor, see if they're on the same page, if everything that you asked for is on the same page and is still yeah. available. And if not, you can pivot or you can go with another vendor or you can figure it out. But Yeah, and it gives you that time without feeling... Oh my gosh, it's yes. for my wedding. You don't have like pink roses or pink yeah. peonies or whatever. What are we going to do? You can you can have a plan B. Yes. So confirm all your vendors. Just Yeah, make sure everything is on the up and up. And they have all the, you may have more of the schedule by then of, you know, what time things are going to be or, you know, all the locations. Just confirm all the locations, the times they need to be there, etc. If you have a wedding planner, they'll do that for you. Yeah. But anyway... <laughs> And then another thing you can do four months before is decide on your hair and makeup. Now, four months ago, we were just trialing it out, right? You may want to, they may have trialed out two different kinds of hairstyles and two different types of makeup. But in four months, a lot could change. You may say, you know, I really do want to wear my hair down. So just decide on what that's going to look like. Decide on kind of what makeup palette you're going to be going with and just confirm that too with your um, makeup and hair vendor. Yeah. All right. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. So now we're two months out. So two months before you want to actually mail out those invitations and let people actually know formally where they need to be (laughs) and what time and where and all that good stuff. So mail out those invitations. Next is you guys are going to start to write or decide on what your vows are going to be. If you're going to write them yourselves or if you're going to say the traditional ones or whatever that's going to be, you need to start writing those out. Um, you know, those can also be like a creative process. So you need a, a couple months time. before. Mm-hmm. Um, next is to purchase the day of accessories. So what are you going to wear with your gown or your dress or whatever you're wearing that day? What are you going to wear with it? Are you going to wear earrings? Are you going to wear a bracelet? Are you going to wear a tiara? Are you wearing a veil? Are you wearing shoes? Are you wearing... You know, like heels, or are you wearing sneakers? Are you wearing what are you? (laughs) What all those are you gonna have like uh hairpins in your hair, like you know, rhinestone combs or whatever? You know, whatever you're gonna purchase those about two months before, and then the most importantly, and a lot of people forget about this, is you're going to confirm your day of transportation. How are you getting to the wedding ceremony? How are you getting from the wedding ceremony to the reception? How are you getting to the reception to home? Right. So, a lot of, you know, and it doesn't have to be, maybe you decided not to pay for it, but maybe you're going to have, you know, one of the groomsmen's or the bridesmaids drive you, but whatever it is, like, you're going to confirm with that person and people and tell them, you're still taking me here and here and here and here. Yes. <laughs> It's so important. And you can do a bunch of things. Some people do limos, right? Yeah. Some people do, like, the buses because you're trying to get your bridesmaids and groomsmen. And especially, I would say, again, this is one of my tips. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) But I would say try to have some sort of transportation where all the people that you need in the same place at the same time are all together. Um, Yes. So that's why buses are really popular because... You know, instead of renting two limos, right? One limo could get separated from the other or get stuck in traffic or something like that could happen. Just have everybody together, especially bridesmaids and groomsmen. That's kind of what I mean, right? 
um, because that way you are, can be more assured that they'll all arrive at the place. Maybe you're taking photos somewhere different. Yes. They all arrive at the same time, the same place. They're all there. You're not, we're not hunting people down. Where's Megan? I don't know. I don't know. She stopped at 7-Eleven. I don't know. So <laughs> you want to make sure, you know, that's kind of a tip from me. And that can also be, you know, the bride and groom can also go with that yeah. caravan um, after the wedding is over too. So, but yeah. Transportation yeah. is a really big deal. We're yeah. Really freaking out about that. And Danae is right. And you want to make sure that they are like on a bus. Because, you know, Megan probably went to Starbucks and that is not even a joke. She's yeah. like, oh, I got to go. I'm going to go. We're done. I'm going to go to Starbucks. They're thinking about all the same things that yeah. you're thinking about. They're, and they don't do it to be jerks. They're just, I mean, it's, it's a long day for every, everybody involved. Yeah. And so, yeah, they just went to drive through Starbucks, didn't know it was going to take so long. And all of a sudden, it put your timeline off by 20, 30 minutes. And then, that affects your reception timeline. So all of this kind of goes together. So yeah. get a bus, people. Get a bus. <laughs> okay, man, we are getting close. We are yes. to six weeks, Woo. you guys. Six weeks out. You need to go to the courthouse and apply for that marriage license. Yes. And that is always such a fun day because it doesn't take very long to do, but it's just like you get to write out your name if you're going to change your name. If you're not, that's cool too. But if you're going to change your name, you're going to kind of write it out the way that you want it. And there's a lot of amazing things, um, kind of a, it's kind of a fun thing to do. So uh, go apply for your marriage license. You don't, you have to have that. So yeah. you definitely have to do that. And you can't actually do it earlier. So it's not like we could have put this in earlier. You actually only can have a marriage license for so many weeks. Yeah. And the next tip for six weeks out is everything other than your save the dates and invitations, because those have already gone out months ago. Hopefully. Get everything printed <laughs> out from nameplate, you know, the, the place cards to maybe if you're having menus on your table, if you're going to have programs, um, programs, anything that needs to be printed out, just do it well in advance in case there's any typos or in case there's anything. Print jobs don't actually usually take that long, but, you know, it could take a week, especially if you're ordering something online or you could always go to FedEx Kinko's and do something like that and you'll get those quicker, but get yeah. it all printed out. All right, we are one month out, and this is the most important month. It's also the party month, but <laughs> but it is the most important month. This is where Janae and I will tell you that if you do not have a wedding planner, we really, really strongly suggest that you have hired a month of planner um, because there's just so many things to tie up with a nice little bow if you know what I mean yeah. it's also the party month like I said so you're gonna have your bachelorette party during this month you're gonna have your bridal shower during this month but again you're also going to call back up all those vendors and again have another conversation with them and reconfirm that since the last time I spoke with you nothing has changed yes great okay you know and you can do that with every single vendor even even if they're like oh my god you're calling me again yes I'm calling you again yeah, it's so okay. so important, so right? If you need to, <laughs> this is the this is the month where you sit down and you actually make create your day of timeline, right? Where you sit down and you're like, yeah. okay, this is what time we're starting. This is what time this is happening. This are we doing this? Are we doing that? Are we doing this? Are we doing this? And you finagle that and play with that over for the month. Right. Um, what else do we do in the month? I think those are the those are the probably the big four that I would. There's a lot more, but those are the big four. This is the party I really, month. I mean, I think the most important one is getting one of those day of coordinators. And they really 
I mean, it makes a difference. And you can yeah. find them for all different price points. Everywhere from 500 bucks to God knows what bucks, you know. But, <laughs> um, it's really just somebody who can take the reins on that day to help you, to make you feel confident so that you're not, you know, hurting cats. Because that's right. what all the people at your wedding become at that point. And they're just making sure that the vendors are set up and that everything is going off without a hitch. You don't, you don't want to have to, you know, worry about that. And yeah. I would highly suggest... Unless you have a relative who is a wedding planner and who's like, hey, I'm going to do your wedding. I'm going to do, actually, I'm going to do a wedding for one of my friends in October because I was a wedding planner and it's my wedding gift to her. Yeah. But I don't typically do that. But if you have somebody who knows how to do that and they're willing to do it for free or, you know, for a little bit, that's fine. But I would not count on Aunt Martha. No. I would not count on Cousin Leah. Like, whatever. Because... It can be very stressful, and if they've never done it, they've never handled it before, you don't want the wrong person in the wrong job. Plus, you want your friends and family to be able to enjoy your day. Yes. Without don't. feeling like they have to work. Because they're going to be talking to Uncle Joe yeah. and Uncle, you know, and all their friends. And they'll be too. talking to them. Yeah. And yeah. which is like, you want your family and your friends to enjoy your day. I would tell you right hire now. Hire someone. Hire someone. Do not, and if you decide to, like, have someone in your inner circle do it, I, for the love of God, do not be the person who appoints a bridesmaid as your wedding planner no that is the meanest thing you can do to someone <laughs> it really is. It because really they is. have to do both the job of a bridesmaid but also herd all the cats and it's it's no it's a mess Don't it's do too much it becomes very overwhelming very word quickly to the wise, do not do that word to your mother <laughs> word to your mother okay two weeks out Get your final dress fitting. Make sure mm-hmm. that everything still looks good. And then also review the music with your DJ and your band. I would also add to, if you're going on your honeymoon straight from your wedding, mm-hmm. to start shopping for that. Make sure you've got the bathing suit or the whatever you are looking for. Maybe even start packing a little yeah. bit because you don't want... You don't want the night before your wedding to be worrying about all the day of the wedding stuff, plus all of your honeymoon stuff. Just start getting that stuff ready. So, yeah, say to do two weeks before. Two weeks before, and we've got we're up to one week, guys. We got one week till the big day. This is when you're doing your final head count. So you're taking your RSVPs and you are seeing who has said yes and what and what and whatnot actually i think that's a little that should be a little i think the venue would require it more than one week out but sure. if there's you any changes yeah for you should reason. do yeah if you're gonna do any final final changes yeah, like it's gonna have to be like RSVP. final head count that week and then you're gonna finalize your seating chart where are you gonna put people and who are they sitting with at what table uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a particular seat, but it's always good to have a particular table assigned to different people. Yeah. And uh, pro tip here, I would also say get all your tips in envelopes ready to go for all your vendors. Mm-hmm. This is something that most bride and grooms forget about. Yeah. And then you have a vendor tracking you down down for either payment. They won't track you down for tips, but they're going to be no. tracking you down for payment. Um, make sure that you have all those ready to go in envelopes with payments and tips in envelopes. Yes. And that way you can, you can designate a person. Uh, Uncle Joe is my tip person. And you can tell your vendor when you're done or when we're done, Uncle Joe, here's his picture. 
Mm-hmm. Or you can point them out when they get there. My dad. Whatever. You can see him for payment at the end of the night. Yeah. And then, and then dad or Uncle Joe just has to pull it out. They say, oh, you're the DJ. Here's the envelope with the DJ. Here you go. Done. Yeah. You awesome. do not know how many vendors we have chased down. <laughs> no. Or how many brides we have to chase down for vendors right. for payment. Yeah. So get that done. And yeah. Time. Make sure all your payments to your vendors you know, that you're up to date on everything because you don't want a vendor to be like, well, you didn't pay me that final $300, so I just didn't show up, you know, whatever the case is. So you want to make sure all that's done. I'm going to say the night before, we're at the night before of your wedding, get, make sure all your stuff is together. Yeah. Make sure your wedding shoes, your accessories, everything that you are taking with you, if you're not getting dressed at home, have it all ready in one place. I would say eat a healthy dinner. Do not drink. Nope. And make sure that you get sleep. You're going to be excited. You are not going to sleep most of the night, probably. Yeah. But you want to look good and fresh. You don't want to have bags under the eyes, dark circles. You want to look fresh. So just get in bed. Relax. You know, do some last-minute spa treatments, things like that. And then the yeah. next morning is the big day. Obviously, get up, have breakfast and I know that a lot of girls say I'm I'm just nervous I'm not hungry eat something eat anything yeah fresh fruit and don't just like have a mimosa okay because you're going to be a mess have some fresh fruit and some egg something with protein so you feel good because you're not going to eat again until dinner probably yeah so you want to be able to actually have something in your belly so and not just coffee or whatever it is so I would say just have everything ready get some sleep have some good meals and that way you'll be more prepared for your day yeah i would actually say like that week before i would actually add in to really start hydrating drinking a lot of water limit your caffeine intake limit your alcohol intake Mm -hmm. all those things are like you know me and Danae talk about them all the time is that they're they're inflammatory and you don't want puffy cheeks or wine face or you know just puffiness in general which is caused by you know alcohol and cap and coffee and all that good stuff so if you start a week before where you're going to start limiting those things or maybe take them out all together on your big day you will notice such a difference both yeah. just in your skin and just and overall your glow eyes will be yeah brighter and everything so yeah we want you to get that glow on girl and then there is the big day and that is it you've done it you've got to the end <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> you you planned a party. Yes. <laughs> and it successfully has gone through. So, hey guys, we want to thank you so much for joining us today and every week when it comes to planning a wedding, there are so many factors to consider, but we hope Danae and I gave you some peace of mind that this can be done and it can be done stress-free. Be sure to listen for our bite on Thursday where we talk about 12 things your guests don't give a crap about. Cough, cough, favors. <laughs> As always, follow us on Instagram at OL Podcast. We love you, wellness babes. From today and I, we wish you the most cool week ever, and we hope you be well. Bye, guys. Bye, friends.